0: My brothers and sisters in Christ, blessed Lent to all of you. There's a lot of conversation in the gospel and in the first reading today about uh, being thirsty, thirsting for water. Uh, We could certainly help that uh, in North Dakota if we would melt all our snow. It would be plenty for everybody to go around. Um, Jesus is looking to help this woman in her thirst, and not just her thirst, uh, her physical thirst, but that thirst, which is more important, that interior thirst that every single one of us uh, can relate to on some deep level. Um, you can notice that she leaves him after their long conversation without getting a drink of water. And she was quite happy. She was quite filled. Uh, it doesn't say anywhere in the gospel, anyway, that she got a drink. Uh, but she's being offered by our Lord. Not just this water that she has to keep coming back for. There's plenty of snow to go around for everybody. That isn't what fulfills. He's offering to her living water. Living water. And he says that this water will well up inside of her. Imagine if you didn't have to go and get a drink all of the time. If you could have, if you could be fulfilled just what is happening inside rather than having to go back and back and back. And so this is what Jesus is offering to her and to all of us. Um, if we don't tempt him, if we don't push Jesus away, uh, he has so much to offer to us. We know that they, the people in the, in the desert were mad because there wasn't enough water. There wasn't the best of food. And so they're grumbling. They're testing Moses. Where's, where is the water at? And where does God say that he's going to get that water from? From that rock, from the rock. We can see the rock is also kind of a a symbol of our hardness of our hearts, right? If today you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. If God speaks to you, open your heart to God. And this is what happens to the woman at the well. There's an openness to Jesus. Little by little, she realizes that he's not just any man. She's had five husbands. Jesus is talking to her and truly loves her like no man has ever loved and truly cares for her miserable situation and truly wants to give her something to drink. He's appealing to her heart and he's appealing to our hearts as well. If we have been faithful or if we put some effort into our, our Lenten practices, we might find ourselves like the people in the, at the beginning of, in the first reading who are grumbling, "Man, when is Lent going to get over?" It's already been two weeks, and there's more of it to come. So maybe we're meeting we can meet with the, the Israelites and grumble a little bit as we face our difficulties, giving up the things of this world, wondering if, if God can really feed us. Will he? does he really have something for me? Living water is what Jesus has for us. Living water he wants to give to us. Welling up from inside, from inside that's really going to feed us. He, he appeals to us, especially through St. Paul's letter today that you heard. Christ, while we were still helpless, died for the ungodly. And then he even tries to make this argument. He does it so beautifully. He says, you can think of somebody uh, who might have to die for another person. If, they, if it's a good person, they, they would die for them, maybe. If you had a really good uh, leader and you said, I'm going to die for them or for a, for a parent or for somebody who truly we love, maybe we'd get enough courage to do that. But listen to what he says. St. Paul says, but God proves his love for us. How? And that while we were, we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Which of us could, would be moved to tears when we recognize what he's done for us? And this is what's presented to us in the Lenten season. We're, we're brought before Christ and he wants to give us something that will really feed us. Give us something that we can really take deep into our hearts, and we can really drink something that will really satiate our thirst, our longings in this world. Our Lord wants to give that to us, and I would I would offer uh, to all of us uh, that in this season of Lent we can't do anything better uh, than come into church, especially for the sacrament of confession. What happens in the sacrament of confession? There we get to receive from Christ the living water that he gives us. Where does the living water come from? It comes along with his blood, from his, from his pierced side. The image in our entryway has, is, depicts that beautifully. Jesus is pulling back his garment. And there we can see the streaks of, of blood and water coming forth. That's his mercy. We're, if we're dying of thirst, if we're, we're hungering for God, if we're saying, God, where are you in this desert? Confession could definitely be the answer. And I don't want you to be scared of confession in any way. It's been a while since you've been to confession. Don't be afraid. I promise to you, it's only the devil who's scaring you. Jesus would never scare you away any more than he would scare this woman away from the well. Because she's had five husbands. Why? You see those apostles when they got there, they're like, why is he talking to her? <laughs> Wondering what's going on. Jesus knows what he's doing. He's able to talk to us. A, a quick way to go through uh, your 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 um, confession. Take a little time uh, to examine your conscience. What is it that uh, has been going on in my life? And make a mental list of just at least three things. Three places where you know that you need Jesus to to feed you. And just take note of those. Is there places where there's been anger in my life? Gossip? Lust? Laziness? Forgiveness that I haven't given to others? Have there been a hesitation to pray? Have I been impatient? Have I been overeating or overdrinking? Any of those places. Remember, this is where Jesus... Gently approaches us, and he wants to help us in this place. So, I say, come up with just some main ones. One, two, three. Walk into the confessional. Say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned. It's been this many weeks, this many months, this many years since my last confession, uh, and these are my sins. Here's where you say the sins you've committed. Don't be afraid to say what you've what you've done wrong. Jesus is able to forgive any sin. What's the only sin that he can't forgive? Do you know? What's the one sin that Jesus can't forgive? It's the we don't tell him. It's when we hold on to, we keep. So if there's anything that's bugging you, don't, don't think that our Lord can't forgive it. He's, he's here to forgive. So it's been this, many, this long since my last confession, here are my sins. And then the priest will give you a penance, something like three Hail Marys, you pray your act of contrition. And you know you can use that simple formula. Just saying, Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner. The priest will be able to help you through that. Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner. And then the priest prays the prayer of absolution. He says, uh, I absolve you from your sins. And he, and he blesses you. And you walk out of the confessional and you're done. That's it. That's it. A, a confession of, of 10 years could be done in, in, in a matter of minutes. And then what's the gift? The elation that the woman who has met Jesus experiences. She runs to the village and she says, come and see somebody who, is, who, who told me everything about me. That elation is for us in the season of Lent. God wants us to experience that elation, that freedom that comes from being free from sins. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is inviting us to to this, this living water in the sacrament of confession and especially in the Eucharist as we receive him. Let's prepare our hearts to receive the mercy of our Lord as we go to confession and as we receive him now in this Holy Mass in the Holy Eucharist.